0: From the Legion M Fan Lounge at San Diego Comic-Con 2019, it's the nighttime show. As always, we have uh, Emmy-nominated writer with us, uh, Mr. Mike Glazer. Yeah, 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 boy. Yeah. And we've got our uh, redhead on duty, Mr. Matt Walker. Yes. Uh, one of the uh, our, our guests today, we've got two incredible guests, and this is absolutely no joke from one of my favorite films of all time, Clerks, ladies and gentlemen, Brian O'Halloran and Marilyn Gigliotti. Give it up. Oh, yeah.
1: What's up? What's up? Thank
0: you. This is a big deal having the two of you guys here. This is like I'm a huge, huge Clerks fan, so having the two of you guys here uh, this is a big piece of, uh, of, of of Hollywood, man. This is a big deal that you guys are doing this. Whoa,
2: whoa, yeah. whoa. You say Jersey. Yeah. it's a big, big deal to Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. We made He's the film in Jersey, not Hollywood. Yeah. I know, I know, I You're history? I don't know. Hollywood yeah. couldn't make a film like this. They <laughs> couldn't that's do so it if
0: they tried. No, it
2: just it would never be greenlit. That's all. I'm just yeah, yeah, exactly. Hollywood just exactly. would never do <laughs> it. They would have been like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> What's happening? Huh? No, thank you.
2: You want to shoot it? How? No (laughs)
0: color. Get out of my face. (laughs) When uh, let's let's go back to before the film, before it all uh, started. Where where did you guys grow up? Where what what area are you guys from?
3: Well, I was born in New York, uh, Cambria Heights, Queens. Is my earliest childhood memory, and then from there to Long Island, from Long Island to uh, Jersey, Jersey to Puerto Rico, back to Jersey. And now oh, I yeah. live in LA for 22 years. Very
0: nice. <laughs> no, I love that. That's great. Uh, uh, Brian, what about you? Where uh, Where'd you grow up? Well, my
2: family came over from Ireland, <laughs> and this is a true story. My uh, I my mean, me dad, my mom, and my two brothers, all the way back in 1965, they moved to the Bronx of New York. 69 after the big moon landing and the Mets win and the Jets win, I guess my parents were feeling kind of randy. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day weekend. And so uh, <laughs> there was the inspiration for me, Dunce born in December of 69 <laughs> in Manhattan and then uh, lived until the age of 10 in the Bronx in the New York. And then after that, we moved to Jersey. We moved to Northern Jersey uh, in Palisade Park, New Jersey for about four years and then uh, Central Jersey in the Old Bridge area.
0: Now, what about uh, were you acting at all when you growing up, or do I acted doing out, f- yeah. and so
2: I was able instead of being put into timeouts or smacked with wooden spoons or just pinched in the side and screams, "Don't you fucking embarrass me in here!" Uh, kind of uh, <laughs> discipline. Um, I uh, I turned it as a youth. Uh, my uh, my uh, brother who used to love to act. Uh, he's older than me. Uh, was into plays and stuff, and so I started to do it. So. I did like a talent show at three or third grade, rather, where I was part of a Charlie Chaplin kind of skit, and then I kind of liked it. And then my brother volunteered to be part of the, the the ensemble of a plays in the park version of Fiddler on the Roof. Wow! And I just started to like the fact that you know making people laugh or having people—it was kind of a you know a drug in that sense. And uh, my dad was always a very gregarious and, and wonderful uh, jokester of a man. Uh, that everybody would always come around my father Mark and be like Mark, so you're so funny and Nora oh, Mark, and that was the kind of thing that I was like, oh man, I want to be like my dad and stuff like that. So uh, then when I got into high school, I didn't do plays in high school till like you know junior year, and then I did a couple of plays there. And then I went to community college to learn theater, and then I was there for like a year, and I was like, I don't need a degree; will never get me roles. I can just <laughs> go out and do them. So I started doing community theater, and so in the Central Jersey area. As a matter of fact, one of the theaters that I worked out of a lot is this theater called First Avenue Playhouse in the Atlantic Highlands, which is the town right next to where Kevin grew up. So uh, those guys, uh, Kevin, after he was done writing his script, he went to them to say, hey, I'd love to use your theater, hold auditions for this film I'd like to shoot next next town over. And this is before cell phones and the internet. And so... uh, if I rent your space, could you then call your stable of actors or, you know, your repertory <laughs> sure. group and say, hey, we'd like to audition people. Come in. Like, you know, have people who know how to do acting. Yeah. And so I remember the owners of the theater calling me one, one night saying, hey, these guys next month are going to be auditioning people for this uh, film. They Looking at the breakdown, it looks like you're in that age range of what they're looking for. I'm like, oh, okay. Month goes by. They had two nights of auditions, like a Sunday night and a Monday night. I totally forgot about the audition. Sunday night, I was doing a show at another theater during that week and weekend. The next morning, Monday morning, I get the phone call at like 10 in the morning and and I, my mom's like, Brian, it's for you. And I'm like, what's up? And it's this guy, Joe Bagnol's like, Brian, I thought you were coming in for this audition. I'm like, oh, shit, I totally forgot about that. Um, is it still going on? He goes, yeah, tonight. I'm like, what do they need? They're like, oh, just bring in a headshot resume and uh, come on down. And, and Oh, and have a monologue prepared. I'm like, okay. So I came in and did this like very evil monologue of a play that me and Marilyn worked on together at another <laughs> theater. What? So it's a play called Wait Until Dark, which was the I film, play, the film of, of with Alan Arkin, and yeah. then actually uh, Quentin Tarantino did a revival of it off uh, on Broadway again, like about 15 years ago, where mm-hmm. he played the role that I played, which yeah. was Mister Rote, this very villainous kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so I did this. I. I combined this uh, dialogue into a monologue, which was you know, Marilyn, and I, and I did it. And he liked it. And he said to me, like, you know, I wish this movie had a villain. You'd be perfect. Once again, didn't know what I was auditioning for. Didn't know what the film was. Mm-hmm. I just thought, and to be honest with you, I, when I got off the stage, I'd asked Vinny, his friend, who was videotaping all the auditions, hey, how many principals are there? He's like, oh, well, there's six principals, but we already have them cast, which was true. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So they were only auditioning extras and day players kind of things, you know, people with five lines. So when I got the call back to come in, and, and I did a reading, and I did the reading with Kevin and Marilyn, actually, I did the scene about the independent contractors on the Death Star.
1: Okay, yeah. That's yeah. when
3: I found out that he was possibly attached to it, because I had already been attached to it.
2: Yeah, they, really? they saw her, and they were like, you're in. So like,
1: you go, oh and like wow. you didn't know who was going to be coming in, and, and you're I
3: like,
2: did like not it, it's Brian. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, once it was done, he was like, well, what do you think? I'm like, oh, it's very funny. I said, uh, these two guys are very funny. Um... The other guy's really funny, meaning Randall, Mm -hmm. because he read Randall and I read Dante. I said, uh, he's like, would you do it? I'm like, oh, I would totally do it. And then I was like, well, who are they in the film? Because not knowing what the script is about, I thought this was a conversation going on with two clerks of a convenience store. That let's say the main characters Walks of the film into. come in, yeah. walk into, and then yeah. dip sure. out, and that's my scene, and that's all it was. Of mm-hmm. course. And he's like, Oh, no, no, the film is called Clerks. It's about these two convenience store clerks. The whole movie revolves around them, too. Whoa. And then the, the troubles he has with girlfriends is I'm like, Well, when I was at the audition night, the guy said you had the six principles cast. He goes, I do, but don't worry about that. <laughs> and I didn't. And that was uh, that was, he was originally cast Ernie O'Donnell. Who played Rick Darris, the muscle guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who then went on to actually be in more Kevin Smith movies than even me because yeah. he's, he's, he's a, like a cousin of his. Uh, but he's also very well talented. But um, uh, from that point on, it was just, you know, that's where it went to. And then we went to Sundance, and it was just weird at this festival that it got s- the tickets sold out. All four screenings sold out before any before the, sh- the festival started, which was like one of the first times it had happened in a long time. And uh, it was just weird having... Oh, CNN would like to interview you. Or people walking... In? Oh, we saw the first screening. Or oh, you're the guy from The Clerks. Well, I'm no, like, what, the oh, Well, the funny okay. thing about
3: Sundance, though, is like because I was there already for the first screening, uh, the second screening, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm walking around and people are congratulating me and stuff like that. And then I, when he came in, without the goatee, yeah, people would uh, stop me mm-hmm. and congratulate me on the film, love the movie and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And I'm like... This is Dante. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't recognize it. Yeah, wow. It, it, it
2: literally takes like 10 years off my, my face when I shave it off. I look like a baby. And so that's yeah. why I put it back on. Plus, I have a large nose, and it's a good way to offset it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was working on another project that I needed to be clean shaven for. Mm-hmm. So, I suppose so Wow.
1: Wow! Yeah. So, uh,
0: you know, like, uh, you know, uh, be, uh, w- I want to, like, jump uh, back a little bit. So, the, so being on that set, Working on on curves. in a real store. No,
2: in let's a be real honest. Store
0: in a real place. Yeah, we're not. Now was not it sex.
1: functioning during the day, and you guys are shot at night? Like yeah, that that's kind of
2: exactly way? it. So that's, like that's that's the plot device of the gums jammed in the locks, so the shutters could be closed, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to light the outside for day. Oh, Genius. That makes sense because
1: that's like uh, like when you look at say uh, Dawn of the Dead or whatever. That was a real mall that I used to go to when I was in college, right. the oh. Monroeville Mall, and they just shut it down during the day and filmed the movie at yeah. night um, because they're just like, well, we need the stores. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's money. a there's a there's a couple
2: of really good horror uh, horror fest horror cons that mm-hmm. happen in Monroeville, and uh, one year for the anniversary year of the, the film, they had a whole big screening in the mall. Oh, again. that's amazing! It was really really wow. cool. Yeah.
0: Um, now, so so when you're working on it, and you're out in the world, you're just sitting you're like there it's not a set so it's just a store right. and then you have the video store next door was the video store a real video yeah store? that was yeah. a real that was a real
3: mm-hmm. video store yeah it, when uh, we weren't shooting in the video store and shooting in the convenience store then it was hair and makeup. And sure. wardrobe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, like, was Was he taking care of you, craft service wise? Were they getting you some oh.
2: food? Oh, yeah. The it was called. Store. It was called the convenience store. <laughs> right. you, you wanted a microwave burrito, sir. <laughs> you grabbed it out of the freezer case and you microwave. You want a bowl of Chex Mix? You had a bowl of Chex Mix. You who I was any honey buns? Yeah, yeah, funny bones, yeah. snowballs. It was Great. all there. Because yeah, awesome. it's <laughs> awesome. that
1: sort of thought of as like legendarily, The number I've always heard was twenty six thousand dollars that was Correct. spent to make that film. Right. Is that an accurate number? Uh, it's 28995 nine ninety five,
2: and a majority of it was on credit cards. Yeah. So which he yeah. just kept doing minimum payments for until the film sold. So if it didn't get bought, he would have been paying off that, you know. Today. He'd still yeah, be I don't know about off. today. I think he's worth more <laughs> than that today. <laughs> yeah. Meaning, like, yeah, even if bit. he worked yeah. for a dollar a day, I think he'd be done yeah. with that. But still, yeah, he would have been working it off. Yeah. I mean, he had written, from the, the, the story goes, like, he had written Dogma 1st Mm-hmm. And it was like he knew he couldn't, he could A, never be, that be his first film. He yeah. needed to build up more cred and the more money for the bigger budget and bigger cast. So he wrote this and what he did, I think he wrote it in 23 or 20-something 20 days, 21 days. He wrote the first script. And then we shot for 23, day, 23 nights with two-day days yeah. and another day for all the, well, the exterior. And then
1: when stuff. was the, because they changed the ending. In the original ending mm-hmm. that I've seen on yep. Outtakes, you get shot. You know, did die you, at the yeah, end of the film.
0: Did you know, like, when they said that's what's going to happen? Oh, were we, you it like, was in the script. Oh, all right. Yeah, it sure was in the script. Ends. I mean,
2: I remember when I first read the script, and he wanted my feedback, and I'm like, "Why do you got to kill it?". I mean, yeah. that's he goes, "Well, isn't that the great irony of this whole thing?". You know, it's a it's a it's a funny comedy, but in the end, the ironic thing and the you know put some reality to it uh, is it was. Uh, you know, he wasn't even supposed to be there today and he gets shot. It's a serious <laughs> ending. It's kind of like the dude, the ending for do the right thing, the you know, wasted yep. moment and wasted moment like that. So, uh,
1: like the end of boys in the hood or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. So we shot it. I mean, yeah.
2: we used Hershey syrup as the blood since we were shooting black and white. Cause the syrup has the same consistency <laughs> of blood. And, uh, we ruined this kind of, uh, Bill Cosby sweater that I had owned at the uh-huh. time. And, um, after doing it, we were like, okay. And then I didn't see them for like two, three months because during the summer is when he actually edited it. Mm-hmm. And this is on a steam back, like literally raw raw footage of the film and a soundtrack. And you're literally physically cutting it with the thing. And you're rolling Actual it. film. Actual stuff. film. film. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kids, yeah, ask your grandparents about this. <laughs> um, yeah. Where now kids can edit an entire film on their phone. Uh, so it was that type of thing. And so I just let them do their thing for their three months. And I was like, I'm not seeing you again. And yeah. then... It, and then I dipped in again around September is when he was like, hey, we're having, we're going to this film festival uh, to have the screening in New York, the independent feature film market, the IFFM, which di- doesn't exist anymore. And we had out of a five or seven day festival, the last day of screenings at a Sunday at 11 a.m. or mm-hmm. yeah, 11 a.m. on a Sunday. That's which a death th- slot. It is. It's yeah. a complete death <laughs> slot. There was about 20 people in the audience, 12 of which were like us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as we got out of it, we were kind of a bit of a de- dejected by it because we're like, wow. Well, I wasn't dejected. I loved it. But, I mean, I know Kevin was kind of like, no one came. Oh, my God. What have yeah. I done? I've ruined my credit and blah, blah, blah. If I can't pay this off. So it's from that that um, we had one angel in the audience by a gentleman by the name of Mr. Bob Hawk. Mm -hmm. And Bob Hawke was a film doctor, film acquisitions kind of person who would recommend things. He was very much known in the independent film community. There's a great actual documentary about his life called Film Doc, uh, and he talks about how many people he helped get into the biz and stuff like that. So he then passed it on to Amy Taubin, who was with the Village Voice, who then was passing things on to the Weinsteins and a bunch of other acquisition people from other labels. And that was just like, like a VHS copy? They're just... Yeah, we would out. have... Yeah, yeah. like, then you know, he Kevin didn't even believe it. It's, it's funny because tonight we have a screening of a film called Shooting Clerks, mm-hmm. which is a biopic film about how we made Clerks. And it was done by, of course, the greatest people to make film about Kevin, <laughs> the Scots. Uh, the, some, the Some Scottish fans decide to make their own film out in Scotland with some mm-hmm. stuff that we helped co-produced for them here in the states and that airs tonight uh over in hall uh 5ab 10 o'clock tonight if you want to go over there if you're you're here so yeah so with all that you you know finally seeing it with that original ending and he then got kevin in touch but mr hawk got uh kevin in touch with bob pearson or john pearson who was like a producer's rep for spike lee and a whole bunch of great people and uh it was john pearson's like you got to cut that ending out It's a comedy, dude. Uh, Yeah, I get you're trying to make a serious but you're just going to make the audience hate you. I said, just make it a comedy. Mm -hmm. You know what? End it where the guy goes, you're closed. And that was it. You just needed to hear that a
0: few
1: times, and that was it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Matt, what are you watching on TV these
1: days? Uh, Lately, I've been watching a lot of astronomy videos on YouTube.
0: Astronomy videos? Yeah. Why are you watching astronomy videos on YouTube? I like space. Well, if you like space, then you're going to love Bliss Lights. Mm -hmm. Bliss Lights is absolutely amazing um they have this thing called the skylight and it is a laser light show that you put in your living room mm-hmm. it shines up on the ceiling and then basically you have the whole universe just shining right above you you don't have to watch tv to look at the stars in the sky you don't have to go camping to look out at galaxies you can literally sit in your living room and watch the skylight from Bliss Lights. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. These are the guys who do the laser light shows for all the theme parks, and now you get to have a laser light show in your living room. All you have to do is go to BlissLights.com. That's BlissLights.com. I'm talking about BlissLights.com. This is the Like It's like, forget a nightlight, all right? You got a Mm -hmm. nightlight for your kids? Throw that in the trash, okay? (laughs) This right here is the next level, and it is absolutely incredible. Go to BlissLights.com. We're talking about BlissLights.com. Oh, and use promo code NIGHTTIME for 10% off your order. That's N-I-G-H-T-T-I-M-E for 10% off. Come on. Go use it right now. BlissLights.com. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, all right, we're going to take a, a, a walk through the cast list. You guys are going to tell us uh, first impressions, some first impressions of oh. some of these people. Mm-hmm. or Is
2: this like a lightning round? Whatever this is, word this is <laughs>
0: lightning round. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's do it. Number I one. Okay. Marilyn, are you ready?
3: I, I, I didn't meet a lot of them, but okay. At, at first, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> or or over time. Or okay. over time, okay. Favorite memory, something like that. Okay. Jeff Anderson.
3: Uh, goofball. I thought.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: he he was very nervous about being around yeah. actors. So, yeah. uh, very cool guy. Very funny. Has you know his voice alone is so addictive to to listen to. I could have listened to him read the phone book in that very <laughs> kind of like to, you know act to him. Um,
0: but also a great guy love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about uh, Lisa? Lisa Spooner.
3: Lisa, well, both Jeff and Lisa, they were very intimidated. That I do remember. It's like they were just totally intimidated by what we were doing when we had a (laughs) read-through.
2: Lisa, I found um, eerily attractive. Uh, (laughs) And I think at one time, me and Jeff were kind of scoping on her at the same time, but... I was just more of a nerdy kind of geek kind of type that I didn't go for what I, I guess I could have made a move on her, but I didn't. And uh, Jeff did, and Jeff got her hand in marriage, so I, he got wow. that. Wow. Yeah, got married. That's so amazing. You yeah. didn't now, know that. I didn't now, know were that. They, Yeah, they got married, uh, like, not far after the, the clerk's release. Uh-huh. Now, so
1: were they not, uh, like, because... They didn't know each they other didn't beforehand. Know how to do, and were they not actors in the same way you guys were? Because you guys she, were a trained in doing theater. Well, she
2: was in acting classes at the local community college, mm-hmm. and that's where Kevin found her. Okay.
3: Yeah. But, but uh, Jeff, Jeff was
2: just a goofball a friend that he went to school with. Who was just coming to the auditions to, to goof watch. on other people? Yeah, yeah. to be right. Randall, correct? In the audition, <laughs> correctly. <basically. laughs> pretty much. That's You've
1: had me do that for auditions.
0: I have. Yeah, I have. Uh, now here's a here's an actor. Uh, I believe he is now a benighted. Is uh, a very uh, serious, dramatic actor. Uh, Jason. I want to say this right. Muse. Muse. <laughs> is Jason, Jason Muse. We just had Jason Muse on our podcast. Uh, on our live of, show. On our live show. Yeah. Lovely, wonderful fellow. Uh, what was a Maryland first impression or uh, a favorite uh, for, moment for me? Just with that p- schmuck, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, and yeah, it was like, okay, wow. Yeah, there, there's no acting going on there. <laughs> no, just there, no, there isn't. Yeah. He's settled like down he he a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. He has yeah. settled down yeah. a lot since those days. I'm yeah. sure he has.
0: Um,
2: for me, it, it was like, yo, is this guy for real? Like, no, <laughs> seriously, is that that's an act, right? Like, no, that. That was him. Uh, he was always nervous when we were, he was 17 when yeah. we made that film. And so uh, he had to take some um, herbal supplements and some uh, smoothies to get himself into a mood to be the Jay that we know and love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was also nervous of people watching the filming. So literally Ke- Kevin would have to turn on a camera and then walk, like, be, well, he's always acting with Kevin. So he, Kevin would just be next to Jay and be like, all right, now do this. All right, now do this. And then they would act. And the only other person that would be there was Scott to hold the boom for the microphone. Wow. So, was there, uh, that was was that there ever
1: any desire that you know from Kevin to have a more prominent role in the film? Besides being, he's got his one line at the end, but a lot of times you think of people, that are, they're like, I'm going to make a movie, right. and I'm going to be in it, then I'm going to be like a real part of it. Because he's sort of... Like Spike Lee. Yeah, I mean, like someone who's like actually mm. in the film right, speaking right. a lot, and right. he's just sort of there almost as decoration for most of the film. In the scenes with Jay, um, was there ever any thoughts of him playing Dante, for example, or something well, like that?
3: Well, he was originally supposed to play Randall, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he wrote but
1: Randall for him to be Randall. Okay. But then he
3: realized it's like, oh, he's going to be directing and then playing the role. It's like, and there's just too much to learn. And it's like, so that's when he gave up the role.
1: Problem is, like, I've got my entire credit history on the line yeah, I yeah. gotta do something <laughs> to yeah.
2: make it work yeah. it literally was closer to where, where we were getting to do picture that he's like mm-hmm. you know what I don't think I can really shit I don't think I should do this and that's the character of silent
1: Pop. Mm-hmm. yeah was there dialogue for sense. Bob that was written that he just decided not to do or, or how did that work no, no? The,
2: the, he mm-hmm. left it to that last moment of mm-hmm. knowledge about you know most girls just cheat on you there's a you know a thousand yeah. million world he'll take you yeah. no one will bring you lasagna
3: uh, Which I think um, was brilliant. That yeah. if, if it's going to happen anywhere, that's, that's the time to do it. Yeah. That's was yeah. the place to do it because it's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. it's a great it's way to end movie. the film.
1: Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. is.
0: Yeah,
2: he totally makes the ladies fall in love with him right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. A what do you think of <laughs> Steven Glickman? First impressions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steven Glickman. Yeah, that's me. Steven that's me. Yeah, I
2: know. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Glickman. Yeah. You well, know what? It, jury's still out, my friend. jury's still out. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll keep trying. keep trying. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know if you you, you know this uh, story. We we told it in the Jason Muse uh, interview, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll share quickly. Uh, uh, the one uh, clerks inspired me to move to Hollywood and like try to make it in the business because I I had heard the story. That Kevin had racked up all this money on credit cards, and I was like, "I can rack up money on credit cards." I Americans can. are famous for <laughs> racking up debt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can do this. And so I came to LA, and I, I'd written a screenplay, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a movie. That's what I'm gonna do." And uh, and I, I found out about a thing called letters of intent. You know, like mm-hmm. getting an actor Ooh, to sign a letter of intent. Ever
2: so lovely, free LOI. Yes, yeah?
0: yes. And so I uh, I went to to Jason Mewes' agent. Uh, through uh, something called IMDB Pro. Mm -hmm. I contacted him uh, with little to zero knowledge uh, of how uh, the industry works. And I offered uh, Jason Muse for one day of work, I believe $80,000 is how much I offered him for a day of work because you're, like,
1: you're like that's how much like I saw Clarence okay. he was terrific that must be how much he gets yeah I go that's how much actors get paid like I just figured <laughs> that
0: that's what he would get for a day I had no idea about scale or anything so I was just like 80 grand sounds good and so I he sent, could not
1: uh, give you a letter of intent fast enough oh he, got he signed that letter of intent <laughs> I
0: would too to me, <laughs> and I was like I was like now we're in business Mm -hmm. and then of course we couldn't get our movie made and uh and then uh years and years and years later I ran into Jason Mewes uh, on a a set and and I told him that that was me Uh and he was like that is still to this date the highest amount of money (laughs) I've ever been (laughs) offered for one day of work and he goes and the script was good so keep keep going and how long ago was that I mean that was nineteen ninety. Oh my God, that's eight. that's oh, the year eight. that I moved it to uh, yeah. LA. Yeah, you still had DVD
2: and VHS sales yeah. then, so you could have made that money back.
0: Yeah, you could have. You do you have,
2: have that letter physically still? Yes, do I you do. have it framed? Uh-huh. <laughs> you you bet. should.
0: It's in a photo album. It's
2: oh, a photo you gotta album. have that up on a wall, bro. Yeah, yeah, I think now This was, was no. me being you a get, foolish here. producer. You take your <laughs>
1: <laughs> take your contract you signed for Storks and put it next to that one. There, there you, you go. That's the way to do it.
0: Um, now, uh, what about Scott Moser? Can we talk about Scott Moser a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yes. Moses, is that?
3: Uh, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's he a really, is. He's he's a, a, really is. But a, honestly, he's it's he's like. He's a low talker. A low talker. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's Canadian. What do you want to do? He's sweet. He's sweetheart. Knows his shit. And a uh, shrewd business guy. Uh, but also hilarious. Like, really, like, he would just come up. He, he is really the silent Bob of this group when we were filming, because he would be quiet, Kevin would be saying things and stuff, and then he would just come in with this little note of wisdom. he he just like, maybe if he did this, you know, and it was like, (laughs) wow, Scott, you're in the room. You know, like he was really, really great with that, and uh, working on with him on others. Like when we then did Mallrats together, and we had that scene where he was the uh, stage manager, Uh, it was just so, he was just so fun. So well, what's about.
0: so great too about about Kevin's movies is even pre, he's pre, Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. is 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 making movie after movie after movie and f- tying those movies together uh, mm-hmm. and and creating this uh, a, a little universe. universe, a little world, yeah. yeah, which is which is so cool because then you can bring characters from Clerks into newer movies. Uh, and and I know with with uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot coming back, I know people are hoping they're mm-hmm. hoping for you guys to return. I know you're maybe not allowed to say if you return, but um, but but I know people are hoping for that, which is so cool.
2: I I jokingly say it to the fans, like you know that scene in Endgame. Where all mm-hmm. of a sudden the portals start opening up, and uh, it's so and so. Oh my god, it's it, It's kind of going to be like that, mm-hmm. but it's just not at the end of the movie. It's like all throughout the movie.
0: That's great. Yeah, That's it's great.
2: it's funny because uh, you know every time Kevin puts up a cameo of who's in it, people are like stop spoiling it. I want to <laughs> be surprised. Yeah, literally, people, he's not even giving up like a third yeah. of who's in it. You know what That's I mean? Like so it's great. so yeah. good,
3: especially with the trailer that just came out. That really got, yeah. gave a big. Yeah. S-
2: I mean, my I, I, I can't wait for October because I don't think I have much of my side of my tongue to chew anymore for, like, to, hold, <laughs> to hold my tongue as to what we're going to be getting out of mm-hmm. this film.
0: Well, I just watched the last Jay and Silent Bob movie just recently on Netflix. Fucking George Carlin's in the movie. Oh. Like, oh. Let's, Carlin have, a, let's shows have a moment up. for Carlin. God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Carrie Fisher's in it. Yeah. And Hamill's in it. Yeah, Yeah, the cameos in that were amazing. They were insane. It was insane. I
2: mean, Alan Rickman with Dogma. Mm -hmm. I mean, over the years, I've been very blessed that Kevin's been able to really work with some incredible people that we, that, you know, Kevin grew up as fanboy as I've grown up as we all huge fans. And these people are suckered into doing it. But nonetheless, it's (laughs) to our benefit. For
1: sure. Kevin Smith has great taste. Like, he's always liked cool stuff, and he puts yeah. it in his movies, and it's like, oh, yeah, I love that, too. I'm yeah. glad somebody else is making a movie and throwing in something that I love as part of it.
2: Literally, in, in, in all of his movies, I could only think of one miscasting. You know what I mean? And that's really? it. Yeah, that's it. The who's, rest of the No, there? I'm not going to throw someone <laughs> under can the bus. I, can I
0: throw someone under the yeah, bus? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Is it? Is it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, Matt Damon. It's not Matt Damon. It can't be. Male, male or female? Is it male or female?
2: Ooh. Oh wait a
3: minute! Oh, I thought. You, oh, I thought you were going to take a guess as oh, to all who right, it I'll was. right, I'll give you a heads up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Tell <laughs> me what movie is it? Brian O'Halloran. No, I'm not going to do movies <laughs> either. <'cause> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand that <laughs> <laughs> guy. Self- is it self-lo- Rosario
0: Dawson because I love <laughs> I Rosario? <laughs> I doubt that very much.
2: Let's put it this way: they are not showing up in reboot.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let will just use that. That's, That's that. all we need to know. They're, we'll Watch the movie.
2: They are definitely not in reboot.
1: And we'll watch the movie, and then we like okay.
0: Well, it's not yeah. Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck's in the in reboot. I just saw that. Yeah. I love Affleck. Matt Damon's, Matt Damon's in the reboot. Is in Ethan Splee in it? Uh, I love Ethan Splee. He's such a good dude. I I don't know if Ethan Splee's in it. I love yeah. Ethan Splee too. Well, the listeners out there, I, yeah, just send know. it.
2: Send in your requests. Send in your guests. It. Send in your guests. your, guess. Guess, uh, your <laughs> best guess of who it could be too their show yes. at their yes. Twitter account. And, and um, we'll
1: figure it out.
3: Nobody will know until October. There yeah. we go. Uh, <laughs> that's it.
0: Hey, Matt, let me ask you something. This mm-hmm. time of year, um, it's starting to get a little cold. It's, it's, it's heading into the winter months. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about the winter months?
1: Uh, I'm not a fan. I'm cold. I, uh, I'm cold in July, let really? alone in October.
0: You know, um, then, then I've got something that you're going to absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Yo Shirt uh, the company that has brought you these, like, really, really cool shirts and socks and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you've got where you that can,
1: app. You can upload your own yeah, images you and get your stuff your printed. upload
0: your image and get it printed right there, and you can do one-offs. They're so cool. They make so much cool stuff. But they invested in this technology that has created Sherpa blankets that are just extra plush. They're absolutely gorgeous, and they feel so nice to the touch. You have one. I got one for you. Yeah. Um, of it's your really face. It's soft.
1: It's your face. It is my face. I'm on <laughs> a blanket on my bed, which is weird, but it's very yeah. soft.
0: You, you know what? Uh, just as a quick side note, at uh, LA Comic Con, we had a, a couple of these made, one for each of us with our mm-hmm. artwork of, of our faces on it, and I gave one to Mike Black, mm-hmm. uh, who has been on our show. He's our announcer on the yep. show, and Mike Black was so tired at LA Comic Con after working so <laughs> hard for three straight days yes. on this thing We found him fast asleep in a chair with his blanket of his Mm -hmm. face wrapped around him. And I have never seen a cuter 40-year-old man (laughs) in my life. Uh, Go to Yo Shirt on your phone. Go to the Google Play Store. Get it there. Go to to it on uh, the iPhone. You can get it there or on an iPad. Uh, upload it, just Android play well? with it. Android every, everywhere. It's available everywhere. And and just go and experiment and play with this thing. But I'm telling you right now, these Sherpa blankets are absolutely incredible. You should get one. They're gorgeous. They're going to keep you warm, Matt. They're going to well, keep you warm. What if they want
1: one of your face?
0: If you want one of my face, you can grab the artwork from my Instagram and drop it right onto it. And I'll tell you what, you'll end up with, uh, get to sleep with, with my big old giant hairy face so if that's what you want out of your life I mean congratulations <laughs> to you you know you're making good choices that's all I can say um, so go to YoShirt.com check it out yo shirt on all the app stores YoShirt.com
1: Hello my name is Dennis Heine and I'm here to talk to you about something that everyone struggles with getting a good night's sleep are you one of the millions of people that wrestle your pillow into the right position every night
3: my head isn't rectangular so why should my pillow be
1: Exactly, which is why we've taken the next obvious step in pillow evolution. Ooh, I'm listening. It's the buttress pillow. The pillow shaped like a butt. Hang on, is this a real product? You bet your sweet butt it is. The ergonomic design gently cradles your head and supports the
3: neck. Hey, what are we talking about, buttress pillows? Now that is something I can get into. I gave one to my grandson and I haven't seen him in weeks. Thanks, buttress pillow.
1: Finally. Finally. So, what are you waiting for? Go to the buttresspillow.com right now. It's your butt for the squeezing. Come get that butt. The buttress pillow. The pillow that's a butt.
0: Here's a question for you. When it, We are in the Legion M fan lounge. Yes. Uh, so, before we wrap up, let's talk about fandoms. uh, what you guys personally are fans of and it doesn't have to be superhero related it doesn't have to be comic con related but personally what are you guys big fans of that you can't get enough of
3: Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, all the Marvels, uh, <laughs> Walking Dead. I, you know what? The list goes on and on that I even forget.
0: <laughs> do you collect stuff? Do you have a collection I, of anything?
3: I don't. I'm not a collector in the sense only because I, I honestly don't have the room to even do that. I live in an apartment. So um, nowhere Dang. to put anything. And uh also, it's like, I still have my survival job. It's like I need to keep every little penny I get, you know, to hey, pay my bills. So. I, get so. <laughs> I get that. I get that.
0: Brian, what about you? Do you have a uh, collection of any kind? Or are you uh
2: Well, uh, I mean, I had a massive collection uh, that my mother threw out uh, when I got slightly older, which was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was a kid, you know, in the 70s when it came out, I bought toys to play with, you know. I So the, uh, Star Wars was always my collection as kids. And then I was like, you know, as I... Moved out of the house to, to live with friends on the college campus. And uh, I came back and my mother had cleaned stuff out because I wasn't. A, I was like, uh, Mom, I was just up in the attic. Where's Where's the Star Wars chest of stuff I have? She's like, oh, I threw, I threw that stuff out, Brian. You're not yeah. a boy anymore playing with toys. What's wrong with you? I was like, wow, I think I'm going to be up on murder charges by the end of the night. I yeah. may, I just might kill my mother. Very yeah. good possibility. <laughs> o- over the rare Boba Fett that I had. No, Um." <laughs> It was that as a kid. Nowadays, like I don't go. Like I have to have this. I don't do the pops. You know, a they don't have one of me, so they can. You know, anyway, so I don't <laughs> have Funko, uh, Oh, Wait, wait, wait
3: a minute. Wait a minute. You cannot even go there when there is nothing. <laughs> Not even a, <laughs> a, an action figure of me or anything like that. And you've got no. So they made some Dantes. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they did make some Dantes. <laughs> Marilyn, things, we to uh, make some phone calls. we we'll make some calls, Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be
2: sponsored by Drakes or Hostess, whoever makes the. We've snowball. got some coming on later. Yes, yeah. we do.
0: We have a NECA person coming on in nice. a in a few minutes, so, so we'll, we'll come we'll on. We'll we talk we'll to them about getting them. some. Uh, oh, okay, some good <laughs> fix it up. Um, uh, I, I had one of those. Uh, Brian, you'll appreciate this. You know how sometimes they they uh, you know people throw out you know star wars toys that you can mm-hmm. get these people it's oh, the worst thing in the world it's a, I, it's a,
2: it's an open wound that i don't think will ever be healed it, it's I, like I Fro- it's like frodo's <laughs> stab yeah wound like when i was 13 we Witch had King. a
1: A garage sale, and my mom made me sell off all my Star Wars toys. Right, it was like just like a thing. Insanity. At the time, she was like, "You can keep the Star Wars, or you can keep the baseball cards. Which do you want to keep?" And I was like, Mm, "All right, I'll keep the baseball cards." that is definitely a Sophie's choice. And it's like I made the wrong decision. I should have sold off the baseball cards because those are worth nothing. Right, nothing now. Yeah, Yeah. there
0: was a. I I just had a a thing recently as an adult. I've been trying to steal back some of those pieces of my childhood, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, there was a thing on Facebook. This woman had. you remember the ship, the emperor's ship, that yeah, the, yeah. Had the big wing. Correct. The top oh, okay. It was right. one it of
2: the biggest toys yeah. they've ever made. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So this woman uh, had it up for sale on Facebook for uh, uh, for fifty five dollars.
2: Okay? Already assembled. All assembled. Okay.
0: And and I go uh, I go okay I'll come I'll come get it from you where are you she goes I'll meet you in the Vaughn's parking lot at this place and I was like okay and I pull my car in and she goes let me just get it out of my trunk and she pulls out of the trunk in the box. And I go, where did you get that from? My God, everything was in slow motion. And she goes, my boyfriend's selling all of his stuff. He's out of town, so I'm just helping get rid of some of his things. And I go, you may want to call him first. And she texted him and goes, are you sure it's okay for me to sell your Star Wars stuff? And he writes back, busy.
1: And she goes,
0: I go. Here's the money and I put it it in my trunk and I go, what else does he have? I'll buy everything and I bought a bunch of his <laughs> shit and I was like see you later folks and I, was like, I was like Bugs Bunny like, right. <laughs> Do you, do you, do you still have go. it in the box? Oh yeah, all right, oh, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah nothing's sure. coming out It'd of It'd be anything. so
1: funny
2: that in the box is just like styrofoam and yeah. b- bits of Lego <laughs> What?
0: No, the, the yeah. lid was opened but that was it. Right. Uh, where can yeah. people find you guys on social media?
3: Uh, so Marilyn Gigliotti on Instagram, Facebook and That Clerks Girl on Twitter Yes, mm-hmm. and,
2: and uh, me Uh, For Twitter and Instagram, it's Brian C. O'Holloran. That's all together, C as in Christopher, Brian C. O'Holloran. And then on Facebook, it is the Brian C. O'Holloran I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, And uh, and you, Mike Glazer? Sure. You can find me on Instagram. Emmy-nominated Mike Glazer. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo. Love it. Oh, what a great
1: name. (laughs) Right? uh, Before I give you the, the way to reach me, I'll tell you my real quick clerk story. Uh, I told this to Brian yesterday. Uh, yep. When I was in college in the early 90s at Carnegie Mellon University, I went to see Clerks in the theater when it came out because I saw on Siskel and Ebert, they talked about it. And I'm like, I want to see that movie. And I go, and I watch the movie. And I'm like, that girl looks familiar, the one who feels like a guy's muscle in the movie. I'm like, she looks familiar. I was like, I don't know why. And I, and I was driving home, and I was like, wait a minute. She dates a guy who lives upstairs from me who's name Rocky, who's an Asian design major. <laughs> And I figured I put two together. It turns out that, like, she was the basis for oh Caitlin my in the gosh. movie. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So, anyways, you can uh, find every, links to everything at funnymatt.com. And if you're annoyed by me, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com.
0: Yes. And people do. You yes. can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T E P H E N Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We love clerks. Thank and we you. love you. Thanks a lot and good <laughs> night. <laughs> Thank Woo-hoo. you for having us.